Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. I'm excited to announce that we just launched my new book, The Fasting Transformation, a functional guide to burn fat, heal your body, and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting. If you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know that I'm a huge advocate of fasting. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting helps balance your blood sugar and improve your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in the body, how it optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning, and activates stem cells for deep cellular healing. Guys, I go through how fasting, I go through all the best science and research on intermittent and extended fasting and how to utilize it to help prevent or even heal from cancer, autoimmune conditions, digestive disorders, and neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Guys, the book goes over all the various research and practical applications for daily intermittent fasting, partial fasting, and extended fasting. This book is designed to help inspire and empower you to embrace a fasting lifestyle while also enjoying tasty and healthy foods at the right time to improve your metabolic flexibility and energy efficiency so you can burn fat for fuel and have all day energy. You are gonna love this book, so check it out. You can get it on amazon.com. We also have a website, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. That's drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. You can learn more about it. And of course, you can pick the book up on Amazon. You're going to love it. Thanks so much, guys. This podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on fungal overgrowth. You may have heard of small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or just, you know, gut bacterial infections in general which are you know, all too common of a, a chronic source of inflammation in the body. But you know what? Chronic fungal overgrowth is also a very serious issue. Most people don't know much about it. So in this, in this podcast, I go through exactly what that is. I go through the symptoms that you may experience if you have fungal overgrowth so you can help identify it. I go through the best testing strategies and I also go through the best foods and herbs to take in order to help keep fungus and yeast under control in your gut and throughout your body. You guys are going to love this. And if you haven't left us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, please do that now. When you leave us a review, it helps us reach more people and impact more lives. 
And so I would be so honored if you took a moment and left us a review. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel, please do that now. That way you get notified whenever I put up a new podcast so you never miss one of these important trainings. Thanks so much for doing that. And let's go into the show. Hey, everybody. Today we are talking about fungal overgrowth, the causes, symptoms, and natural solutions. And so we've got a growing condition in our society called small intestinal fungal overgrowth. And just in general, mold and other biotoxins, which are basically living organisms that, uh, that end up eating different things in our body and creating endotoxins that signal inflammation in different regions of our body. These are, these are really, really problematic. So mold and yeast can cause major issues, including a, a condition called chronic immune response or chronic inflammatory response syndrome, SIRS, Lyme disease, another really common one, viral infections, and then bacterial endotoxins. So certain bacteria release things like lipopolysaccharides, LPS, which creates a very potent inflammatory process in our body. And the reason why these things are so damaging to our system is because our body is hardwired for survival. And we know that sepsis or chronic systemic infections have killed more people throughout the history of mankind than anything else. And so the way that our body has adapted to make sure we don't die from bacterial meningitis, for example, is that we create this really potent inflammatory process whenever we feel threatened. And so when it comes to mold and mold spores or yeast like candida that releases things like gliotoxin and um, acetaldehyde, uh, and when you have Lyme disease, Borrelia, and different things like that, and the, the toxins that they release, viruses that are damaging cells, and then the LPS from the bacterial endotoxins, when these things are released, the body says, I'm under threat, that this is an organism that can kill me quickly, so I need to create this really strong inflammatory process. And inflammation is the reason why, as humans, that, you know, in a sense, from a physiological perspective, the reason why we've been able to adapt. However, what we need to adapt to now is really being able to control and modulate or balance the inflammatory process from these biotoxins. And so this condition of small intestinal fungal overgrowth, and it could certainly happen in the, law, the large intestine as well. However, it's very, very common for candida and different yeast organisms to overgrow different uh, different mold yeast-like organisms, I guess you could say, uh, to overgrow, to colonate in the small intestine. And this is caused by bad diet, chronic stress, poor sleep, heavy mold and mycotoxin exposure. So if we're breathing it in, if we're in a house that's mold toxic and we're breathing that in, uh, we can get these mold spores within us that can then um, basically create, it's a moist, dark environment. So it's kind of the ideal environment for mold and for yeast to grow. Antibiotics. Antibiotics kill bad bacteria or they kill bacteria in general. And that opens up binding spots and nutrient um, loading spots for the yeast. So it's easy for the yeast to propagate when we're using antibiotics. And then chlorine and pesticide exposure. So if we're drinking tap water, for example, the chlorine is an antiseptic. It kills bacteria, but it's not going to kill the yeast. So when we're drinking tap water, we're going to be favoring the development of yeast and fungus in our system. And these can cause um, a number of different symptoms, a lot of brain-based symptoms, because yeast 
releases acetaldehyde, which is almost like uh, like an alcohol poisoning that we can have in our brain when we have it in high quantities. It also releases mycotoxins. Uh, well, mycotoxins will also cause similar types of reactions, but yeast also releases gliotoxins, which affect the glial system, which is how we drain our brain. It's our lymphatic uh, region of our brain, and that can affect sleep. That can certainly affect uh, the ability to heal and repair the brain, which can uh, contribute to the development of neurodegenerative conditions like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and uh, dementia. So and in the short term, we can develop a lot of things like anxiety and depression. A lot of times we'll notice white, a white tongue or vaginal or yeast infection or in the vagina or, or in our feet as well. Athlete's foot can also be a significant issue there. So again, candida, which is really the most well-known of all the different fungus and yeast strains, is... Uh, oftentimes going to affect different regions. So uh, it can certainly affect, you know, we talked about the vagina as well as kind of the penis and scrotum area, our skin, our nails. So if we're seeing like a yellowish tint on our nails, okay, that is candidiasis in our nails, right? So we want to see if that's happening. Thrush, another common one where we have the white spots on our tongue, and then it can certainly affect all major regions, really, of our body, our lungs, our heart, our bones, our brain, cause a lot of different issues. And really, the main problem when it comes to candida and other yeast organisms is the compounds that they produce. Again, they've got compounds like gliotoxins and acetaldehyde and mycotoxins that are very, very damaging to our body, and they really tax our liver. And it create a lot of oxidative stress and inflammation. Now, we've got to start by addressing the major causes of fungal overgrowth. And the major causes are going to be from our diet. Um, diet plays a huge role with this. Uh, chronic stress and poor sleep. So if we're not sleeping well, we're under chronic stress, our whole immune system lowers, we're not going to be able to protect ourselves. If we have a high level of toxic overload, that's going to really uh, hamper our liver and we're not going to be able to, and we're always going to be exposed to some level of mycotoxins. We're all going to have yeast organisms living within us and they can be good. I mean, there's even a, a probiotic called Saccharomyces boulardii that is a beneficial yeast. And so we're going to have pathogenic yeast, but if our liver is working well, our microbiome is working well, we're going to be able to easily detoxify any sort of unwanted debris that they produce but if we're overloaded with toxins, heavy metals, pesticides, different things like that, then that, that reduces our ability to be able to detoxify them. Antibiotics, like I talked about already, drinking tap water, exposure to pesticides and herbicides. So these are the major things. These are the kinds of foods that promote yeast and fungal overgrowth in our system. Gluten, sugar, refined carbs, conventionally raised meat and dairy, farm-raised fish and seafood because of the amount of toxins that are in these things. A lot of pesticides and herbicides that bioaccumulate when it's conventionally raised meat and dairy, as well as the farm-raised fish and seafood. So we want to really be looking for really good, high-quality foods. That's going to be things like grass-fed, organic, pasture-raised meat products, lots of good vegetables, um, a lot of herbs like basil, oregano, thyme, different things like that. And we'll go through that as we go on. What's in a glass of tap water? So when we drink tap water that hasn't been well filtered, we're going to get chlorine, right? We're going to get fluorine, for example, pesticides, all different types of stuff, lead, pharmaceutical drugs, 
lots of really bad stuff that is going to damage our system. So tap water is a major factor with this. Pesticides, particularly glyphosate, which we're going to have in high amounts if we're not looking to get organically grown produce and grass-fed organic animal products. And so glyphosate is going to cause significant issues with our microbiome. It negatively impacts good healthy bacteria like bacillus, enterococcus, bifidobacterium, and lactobacillus. These are the bacteria that do a great job of producing short-chain fatty acids. And instead, it increases pathogenic bacteria like salmonella, Clostridia, Klebsiella, they produce a lot of endotoxins, which weaken our system. And it also, it also beneficially favors candida, yeast, and other fungal overgrowth. So got to reduce the amount of glyphosate we're being exposed to. We want to reduce the amount of toxicity that's on our liver. Okay, Our liver is constantly working to try to deactivate toxins. Now, the liver is not where we get rid of toxins. That's where a lot of people think, or we don't store toxins in our liver. That's not true. We go through a process, phase one, two, of liver detoxification where we deactivate the toxins. And then in phase three, we combine them with bile and we help push them out through the colon. Okay, we also, through that process, get them back in the bloodstream where they go to the kidneys and they flush out our urinary system, or they go to the lungs and we respire, we breathe them out, or um, into our perspiration where we sweat them out. So all those pathways are important. Being able to sweat, breathe, poop, and pee, that's how we get rid of these toxins. We've got to keep our liver working well, and then we've got to have all these drainage pathways opened up and working well. Okay, And one big thing that can really help is having a good air purifier, because if we're breathing in mold and other toxins in our home environment on a chronic basis, or just you know, all the time breathing these things in, we're going to overburden our liver. And so having a really good air purifier can help reduce the amount of mold and mycotoxins that we're exposed to that can colonate in our gut. And it also on top of that will help reduce our overall toxic burden, which will help our liver to function better and all of our drainage pathways to function better. Now, one way that we can naturally test this is just an at-home test. It's called the candida spit test. So basically, you wake up in the morning, you go ahead, you spit in a cup of water. Normally, right, your saliva should stay at the top in a cohesive blob. If you see strings traveling down in that water from the saliva, that's a sign that there is candida or some sort of a yeast in there, or if it like is so heavy that it just drops right to the bottom, that can also be an issue or if it like kind of disintegrates like you're seeing there, normally it's going to just sit at the top. So um, that's one way of looking at it. Now, probably the best test, best lab test that you can get for candida and yeast overgrowth is an organic acid test. It's a home urine test. So you don't have to go to a lab. You just order it and um, you basically get a kit and then you just follow the instructions. It's a morning urine uh, that you do and then FedEx comes, takes your package sends it in a few weeks, we get the results. Okay. And we like to use a great Plains. There's a few other companies that do it. Genova is another company. Um, but this is going to look at dysbiosis markers for bacterial and yeast overgrowth, as well as a lot of other things, things like oxalate issues, um, B complex deficiencies, uh, as well as amino acid issues, mitochondrial problems, methylation issues. So it's going to look at a lot of different things like that. And a really, really great overall test to get to look at your metabolism 
and also to look at what's happening in your system when it comes to bacterial and yeast overgrowth. Hey guys, I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my favorite food products. I mean, if you're out there and you're looking for healthy snack options or, you know, really healthy food, sometimes it can be hard to find a gut-friendly, gluten-free snack option. And that's why you need to know about Paleo Valley. They're 100% grass-fed beef and 100% pasture-raised turkey meat sticks are not only loaded with delicious flavor, but they are completely free of carbs and sugar. Such a great bioavailable protein snack to grab on the go. I oftentimes will eat them with meals too. Like if I eat a meal and I'm still a little bit hungry, feel like I need a little bit more protein and healthy fats, I go ahead and have them. You know, they're gluten-free, they're soy-free, they're dairy-free, GMO-free, preservative-free. I mean, what's not to love about that? On top of that, they actually also have probiotics in them as well. So you're getting the protein, healthy fats, and you're getting probiotics, lots of key minerals and nutrients in there, and they taste amazing. And now you can use my coupon code, Jockers, just my last name, J-O-C-K-E-R-S, to get 15% off your order today. Simply go to their website, paleovalley.com, and enter Jockers at checkout, and you'll receive 15% off your entire purchase. The link and discount code are also available in the show notes of today's episode. Once you try these meat sticks, you won't be able to get enough. My kids and I absolutely love them, and I know your family will too. So try them out today. Now, natural solutions for fungal overgrowth, anti-inflammatory diets. So we've got to really prioritize good, healthy diet. Um, you know, that's going to include the right types of foods. And so, you know, consisting of grass-fed organic animal products, good high-quality vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, you know, different things like that. Um, all your cruciferous vegetables, lemons and limes, apple cider vinegar can be beneficial. A lot of people think apple cider vinegar is not good for yeast or fungal overgrowth, but actually I found that tends to be quite well, quite good. Um, obviously, if you don't react well to it, then uh, it may be more of a histamine reaction that you're having if you're not responding well to it, but it can be very, very helpful. Um, so, you know, trying to consume really, really good, healthy diet, nutrient rich, lower in carbohydrates, high in healthy fats, coconut oil, which is one that has got lauric acid as well as uh, capric and caprylic acid in it. Really, really good for antifungal, has very good antifungal properties. We got to reduce stress, got to improve sleep, drink filtered water, good reverse osmosis water or like a big Berkey system or a hydrogen water system, some sort of really good quality filtered water is important so we don't get all those toxins in our system. Have a home air purifier to reduce your toxic load in the air that you're breathing. Improve your liberty detoxification, like I talked about. You know, very, very important. Open up those channels. Make sure you got the right nutrients. We always say bitter is good for the liver, so parsley, cilantro, artichokes, radishes, um, dandelion, right? These types of things really help support good liver detoxification. We also need a nutrient-rich diet. Got to get a lot of B vitamins and magnesium, selenium, different things like that to help support liver detoxification. Antifungal herbs, caprylic acid, digestive enzymes and probiotics and activated charcoal and some sort of like a biotoxin-like binder. So top antifungal herbs, garlic, onions, basil, oregano, thyme, these Mediterranean-style herbs, fennel, ginger, astragalus, 
Paw de Arco and Olive Leaf Extract. These things were great um, as far as being antimicrobial overall and particularly antifungal herbs. So looking to add these spices and herbs to your foods uh, is really good. Drink teas. You can drink Paw de Arco tea, for example. Um, you know, you can chew on ginger and fennel seed. Fennel seed you can chew on and then uh, ginger, like a ginger root you can uh, chew on as well. So utilizing a lot of those is very helpful and then also supplementing with them. Caprylic acid, this is in your, this is your C8 MCT oil, which you find from coconut oil, is very antifungal, anti-yeast as well. And you can also just take a straight C8 MCT oil and the benefit of that is it's very good for stabilizing blood sugar, turns immediately into ketones, which is great fuel for your brain. And those ketones will help turn down the inflammation. They turn down the inflammatory dial in your brain as well, which will give you better energy and mental clarity, will reduce your hunger and cravings, help you function and feel better. When you have fungal overgrowth, one of the most common symptoms is brain fog and possibly anxiety and depression because of the neurologically damaging endotoxins that are released, the gliotoxin, the acetaldehyde, things like that. And so um, taking this can help support and, re- and turn down that inflammatory dial in the brain while killing off the yeast, uh, candida, the, the fungus, whatever you know, you're dealing with there. Also taking digestive enzymes can be really helpful. Taking a good digestive enzyme supplement, huge fan of that. That will help your body be able to metabolize the food more effectively, which will reduce stress on your gut. And the more stress you're able to reduce in your gut, the better your natural gut immunity is able to work. So you have something called secretory IgA, which is the immune component of your gut. It lives in your gut mucosa, and it does a great job of regulating the gut microbiome as long as it's able to work well. So taking stress off the gut, a lot of good digestive hygiene strategies, eating the right foods, being relaxed, taking some deep breaths before you eat, all very important. And then also adding in some digestive enzymes can be very, very helpful as well. And I actually have a whole Candida support pack that I use. Um, It has, has all these different herbs. So you've got the gut healing protein, which has Um, basically it's like a full multivitamin and a phase one through three liver detox support system in it. It's got ginger, quercetin, MSM. It has got watercress, all these things that naturally help support really good liver detoxification and helping balance out inflammatory cytokines and inflammation in the system. And it's a vegan-based protein. Uh, We also like to use candida alim and candida combat. Candida Combat has the Pa de Arco, the Oregano, the Astragalus. Candida Limb has turmeric, olive leaf, ginger, right? So we've got all of these different compounds that I talked about, really powerful antimicrobial compounds between these products here. They really do a great job of reducing candida, yeast, and bad bacteria, right? So they'll also help work with bad bacteria. So if I find on testing, using the candida spit test, as well as the organic acid test, that this individual has high amounts of yeast candida overgrowth, then I like to do this combo. And we usually do it for basically a month, right? Like a one month route where we're taking the candida a limb and the candida combat, right? Candida limb we take with meals, candida combat we take away from meals and uh, it works great. And then we take the digestive enzymes with the super dezyme And then between meals, we're doing the activated coconut charcoal. And that's going to help bind up mycotoxins, 
uh, bacterial toxins, to all the different endotoxins that are in the gut. So that really, activated charcoal is a really great support for phase three detoxification. So you have phase one and two, which is basically where you conjugate or deactivate a toxin. And then phase three is where you actually bind and escort it out the system. That's where activated charcoal comes in. A lot of people are recirculating toxic bile. So charcoal is really good for grabbing and pulling uh, you know, has a great absorbency capacity and it binds and pulls like a sponge, like not a sponge, but like a, like a catcher's glove really just grabs and holds and pulls uh, the toxins out through the stool. So you really need a good combination support to, to get rid of this, these things. Lifestyle factors go first and then having a good supplement support, you know, really these five products will uh, make all the world a difference there. And we also have one additional product that is really good for systemic issues, right? So if you're noticing, for example, like thrush in your mouth, brain fog, right? If you're having more than just, you know, the digestive complications that come with this, if you're noticing issues in your brain, issues in your feet, athlete's foot, vaginal thrush, you know, different things like that, then taking some bioactive carbons can be really good. So activated charcoal is what we call a spent carbon. So it sits in the gut and grabs toxins there and it's great for cleaning up the gut. However, we may need something that goes out into the bloodstream and gets actually into the cells and pulls out mycotoxins, pulls out uh, fungal yeast toxins out of the system, especially if they've already gotten out into the bloodstream and they are um, colonizing in other areas of the body, which is not uncommon. This is where we add in the bioactive carbons because these are very, very small compounds, fulvic acids, that are great at going in and out of cells. And they can actually have a, their electromagnetic frequency that they have, their gradient helps pull these different toxins and binds to them and helps eliminate them through our urinary system. And so the one that we use that's more specific for mold and yeast is called bioactive carbon biotox. Really great for binding to mold, ammonia, aldehydes. And we talked about with yeast, it secretes acetaldehydes. So really good. It will remove toxins throughout the body. It also does work on heavy metals and viruses, just not as potent as some other products we have. But it's real. It's 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 claim to fame, or it's you know best best strategy is helping pull out mold, ammonia, and aldehydes out of again. Not, we're not focusing on the digestive tract, although it will help with that. We're really focusing on the cells and other organ systems where these things may have colonized as well. So um, anyways, hopefully this was really helpful for you guys. So I'm just kind of giving you my mindset of how I look at these issues and how I try to attack them as a clinician when I'm working with clients. So definitely check that out. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, please do. Be blessed, everybody, and have a wonderful day. We'll see you soon. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.